This is Hope FM. Are you listening to Hope FM Community Radio for Bournemouth Christchurch, Paul? And around the world, wherever you happen to be listening in from today, you're very, very welcome at this time every Wednesday. Uh, we get a bit more of a local uh, feel, uh, bringing in our guest, um, usually from BCP Council, to talk about goings-on. Maybe it's someone from the council or some associated a business or charity partner or something. Well, today uh, we're talking about COVID because what else? But specifically um, what BCP Council is doing to support local businesses and the economy now that we're in. In this latest lockdown and the best person to speak about that really is councillor philip broadhead he's a deputy leader cabinet member for regeneration economic and strategic planning get all that on your letterhead uh, philip a very good morning to you and happy new year as well yes thank you good morning um so yes we're in this lockdown what number is it are we calling it number three lockdown number three um 3.0 yeah 3.0 and has it really been almost uh, approaching i guess a year since um well we were going into the into the first one so lots of changes lots of adapting that's happened over that time but also a lot of people have been hit hard over these past almost um 12 months we call it 10 months at the moment so um what's the biggest change that you've seen um now we're in this um latest lockdown compared to what was happening um, in those first couple of weeks of that first lockdown back in uh, March, April time? Well, it's, it's a little bit like the more things change, the more they stay the same, I suppose, isn't it, in that regard? So we're, we're, we're back here again. It's different this time, isn't it, though, because mm. we've, we've done it before. So uh, from a council point of view, from a, uh, you know, a, in terms of services we provide, Last time it hit us really quick. We didn't know what we were doing, and if you if you recall, everything shut down immediately. Mm. We just stopped everything overnight, and then we had to slowly figure out what we could do. So, could we keep the bins going? Could we um, uh, open up car parks so that people could do their exercise on the beach where there was more space? All of that kind of stuff. We're a bit more practiced at it now, so um, it was it was a bit easier this time. Um, I think for everybody, because we, we've done it before, we've been able from a local authority point of view to uh, have a lot of business as usual. So you, you won't notice that much difference in services and, and things like that as well. And, um, and, and so that bit's the same. But of course, we have to remember the reason that this lockdown has come is because this new variant of the virus has almost come out of nowhere. And it, it is really, really worrying how quickly this has hit us in Bournemouth, Christchurch and Paul in particular. I mean, it's across the whole country. But of course, we've always been tracking well below the last national average. And then as soon as this new variant hit us, um, it just almost changed overnight. And, and hospitals are not in a very good place at the moment. We've seen a doubling of rates every five days. It's, it's really real. And so that's why we keep telling people, stay at home if you can. It's really, really important to try and beat this. Yeah, I, I suppose that's the is two sides of this coin at the moment. Obviously, all the great news with the vaccines at the moment, and obviously trying to roll that out um, all with the backdrop of this um, just new variant sort of hanging over. Um, so in, in some ways, it's almost mm. a, a, a scarier place to be. I don't like to use the word scarier um, on Hope FM, but it, it can be alarming when you see those numbers, especially with the local area, like you said before, tracking below the average, and then suddenly with this new variant come along. Um, you see those numbers and the way and the and the speed in which they the, those numbers increased as well. So um, yes, um, hopefully the the vaccine rollout, which I think we're going to be talking about on th- 
this same slot um, next week on, on Hope FM with one of your colleagues. But f- for now, uh, we want to see about how BCP Council is supporting those local businesses because obviously when those when that we moved into initially into Tier 4 and the non-essential businesses were going to have to close and then obviously the... the, the, the the lockdown are uh, coming in uh, soon after that um businesses once again although they might have had a bit of in this area um had a bit of a time to to trade in the lead up to christmas um the new year brings um new challenges so i want to find out about later about furlough hospitality and entertainment um businesses also the self-employed but well, first off what's the council been doing in general to support businesses and the local economy since this new lockdown uh, was announced well, we've got two. We've got two tasks. First of all, we've got to be reactive. So, any time the government announces new funding, uh, new national schemes, they they give the local authorities money, and it's our job to get it out as quick as possible. And, and I've been really proud of the team actually, because with many of these grants, we've been one of the first, if not the first, in the country to get get the money from our bank account into the bank accounts of the businesses that need it most. So, so part of it is is doing that and making sure that we're, we're ready to react when things change on the ground to try and get money to support these businesses. But the second part is government um, give us a, a, a big discretionary pot as well, uh, which really gives us the ability to drill down into those businesses that have a, either have been really hardest hit in our area or are really important to the local economy. Uh, people have fallen through the gaps because you can have all of these different schemes, but they, they don't get everybody. And to try and figure out how we can use that discretionary pot to, to help people as well. So, so with the grants, really, it's about trying to get people through the crisis so that we've got some businesses on the other end. Uh, and then on the wider point of view, it's making sure that we are ready to bounce back as quick as possible. So when, as you said, that we've got some hope you know, pretty clearly on the horizon, we, we don't want to get to that point and then go, oh, gosh, what are we going to do now? We want to have as much ready as possible so that we can, we can bounce back as quickly as possible for our businesses. So you mentioned that discretionary pot um, there. I mean, have you identified which businesses in particular in this this area who are going to who are going to benefit um, from, from from that extra help? Obviously, this is a big hospitality area. It's big on entertainment as yeah. well. And those are two businesses that have been particularly hit. Yeah, and, and that's where we've directed it at the moment. Well, a lot of it. So, um, so we've, we've got a number of schemes going, and I'm happy to talk about uh, those a little bit more in a bit. Um, but there, there are, as I mentioned, some sectors that have either been hit particularly hard or are quite important to the local economy. So things like our nighttime economy, uh, which in Bournemouth alone brings in about £134 million to the local economy, and they've had very, very little help. So we've had a discretionary pot designed for people like that. The aviation industry is one that's been hit quite hard down here as well, travel industry uh, and, and things like that so we've got something called the additional restrictions grant scheme and stream two of that it's in three three uh, three streams has been directed towards our, our discretionary uh, pot and to those businesses that have been affected the hardest so if you if you are in one of those businesses there's a few others as well by all means go onto the council website and look for arg stream two um and you'll you'll so like i said things like nighttime economy event space aerospace uh, travel cultural international so our international um english language schools for instance now that scheme is open till the 15th of january at the moment so not long um, we've had mm-hmm. a number apply already and now we're looking at whether we can extend that a little bit further but but at the moment if you do fit in one of those this is a, a kind of a special pot of up to twenty-five thousand pounds for the, mo- the most hardest hit businesses that is ready there to help top up other support that you've been getting fantastic well, and where where can they find that information again just reiterate that one more time 
We'll do it at the end as well. So, but, um, as with all things, you can yeah, you can go onto BCP Council website under the finance section. But this particular one, it's bcpcpcouncil.gov.uk forward slash ARG Stream Two. Excellent. Okay, we'll reiterate that again at the end. But um, if people are listening um, who are uh, business owners or um, they're involved with running a business. Just obviously, we saw last year that the furlough scheme was 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 rolled out and then extended. It changed to a different name and then it came back again. What's the latest with with furlough this time round with this latest um, lockdown? Yeah, well, I'm really pleased to see that the government has extended the coronavirus job retention scheme, as it's called now, um, uh, even further. So it's now open until the 30th of April uh, of this year. And just just to reiterate, that helps to cover uh, that helps business owners to cover uh, around eighty percent of employees' monthly salary up to a maximum of um, two thousand five hundred. Uh, you apply for that one directly from the government, not from the local authority. So that's under the business support section of Gov. UK. But it, it is really important because, like you say, we are trying to uh, continue to urge people if they can work at home, great. But of course, not everybody can, and uh, and there are a number of businesses that have to continue working and they can do so in as safe an environment as possible but if you can't um this will really this has really helped businesses to keep afloat you know it takes a big the financial burden away from them but also helps people to keep their job through this pandemic as well so that's extended until the end of april uh, and you can apply for that on the government website and what about self-employed people as well um what help can they get so self-employed have a, a, a similar scheme, which is called the, the, uh, the self-employment income support uh, scheme. I think, again, that's, um, you apply for that nationally uh, via the business support part of the gov.uk website. And again, that, that provides a, a similar support to those who are self-employed because those who are self-employed as well tend not to be eligible for a number of the other grant schemes where you have to have be paying business rates or you have to have premises and have mm. to close and all that kind of stuff. Um, so again, that helps you to cover 80% of your average monthly trading profits um, and all of the details of that can be found. Again, that's one that you apply from uh, nationally and again, that has been extended as well. This is Hope FM. Yeah, Kakomo or Kabomo, are we calling it that? Bringing some uh, California sun to this um, rather cold, or it has been cold recently, um, a January morning here on the south coast uh, in Bournemouth. You're listening to Hope FM Community Radio for Bournemouth, for Christchurch and Paul. And that song chosen by our guest today on The Breakfast Show from BCP Council, Councillor Philip Broadhead. Um, Good choice, Philip. You know what, December for me is always a big Beach Boys time because um, Pet Sounds is my Christmas album. It's not a Christmas album, but I always listen to it at Christmas. So whenever I hear the Beach Boys, I think of Christmas and I think of the cold anyway. So um, seemed like a really good idea at the time. It was supposed to cheer everyone up. I'm not sure it's had that effect. (laughs) But yeah, we've got some hope. So let's, let's just picture ourselves on the beach uh, in in four or five months time in four or five months time absolutely and talking about the few because we're talking about obviously how bcp has been supporting uh, local businesses in this latest of the series of lockdowns that we've been going through over the past 10 months or or so um looking to the future though so we've spoken about how the the challenges especially for like the hospitality and the nighttime economy um, as well. But um, I mean, I live in the centre of town in in Bournemouth, so I I have to walk 
up and down certain sections of the high street quite often and during time when obviously in, in, in tier two a good scene those non-essential businesses open but um when it is in lockdown you you take a step back and you you notice which um shops are, are permanently shut which ones are vacant especially now with with Beals being gone, uh, Debenhams on the way out. The the future, you can be forgiven to think thinking that the future looks a bit bleak for the high street. What is the council going to be doing? What what have people got in mind, um, the council to help the the high street bounce back? I mean, it's a it's not just a question for now, is it? I mean, it's been a question about the high street for years and years and years, not just for coronavirus, but for many other uh, reasons. Yeah, and, and that last point is, is a really well-made one because this is nothing new. We've been talking for a number of years that high streets are evolving and changing and that they need a, a kind of a plan and strategy for the future. So really, all, all that's happened with the, uh, the global pandemic is it's accelerated it. Uh, and actually, that's not necessarily a bad thing. You know, sometimes you need to kind of rip the sticking plaster off a little bit because if things are getting progressively worse, it's, it's harder to regenerate them. Um, we're doing an awful lot of work around this at the moment. It's a particular passion of mine. Um, I, I did this job, um, albeit with a gap in the middle, back in the Bournemouth days as well. And, and, and look, it's not all bad. On the one hand, you, take, you, you, you live in Bournemouth, um, take that as an example. Um, pre- pre-pandemic, we were seeing an increased footfall on the high street every year. So you could look at it that way and go, oh, well, it was fine, wasn't it? But it clearly wasn't. And of course, the, the part of the problem that we've got in this area is that we're already a destination. So people visit our high street as a kind of a tag on. And what we need to do now is make sure that our high streets, and there's 17 of them across the Bournemouth Christchurch pool area, not just the main ones, uh, have something different and have something unique that draws people to them. Um, so we're doing a, a, a big piece of work on this at the moment. I'm doing a big piece of work on the future high streets for this area, but I've also taken a national lead on this through the Key Cities Group um, because this is a problem that, that's happening all across the country. And I think key to it is, uh, well, there's a number of different things, but getting independent jobs in, really having a, a, a unique offering, I think is really important. I think the other thing is that we, we have to um, look at regeneration and the evolution of things um, as a good thing. So, you know, you, you referenced the Beals and uh, uh, Debenhams are really good examples. Already, um, I mean, it looks like Debenhams will be closing soon. There are new owners of Debenhams of that building who I've been meeting with who have fantastic plans for the regeneration of that building, bringing the Bobby's name back. So that used to be the mm-hmm. Bobby's department store. They're going to rebrand it as Bobby's, uh, a new rooftop bar, plans for that, uh, bringing uh, you know, a, a kind of full refurbishment to the building, keeping its heritage features. Largely, if, if they're successful, it looks like they will be, probably much better than the Debenhams at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, again, there's big plans for the the Beals building, uh, plans for the uh, former cinema sites in Westover Road, and that's just Bournemouth. You then look at Poole, and Poole's a very different kettle of fish because we've got some massive regeneration opportunities there as well. So actually, I you know, if, if we're being optimistic, I think you, you look at a crisis like this, and it, it quite often it forces action. And uh, one of the things that I've said is we're going to chuck loads of time, effort, and resource at this because now's the time we can get it right. And I'd love the ability when we come out of this crisis, hopefully spring, summer, for our area to be one of the ones that's bounced back the quickest. What happened last year, um, we, we were the number one um, for increase in footfall when the pandemic, uh, when the first lockdown finished. I want to do that again, but do it times five uh, and also make sure that we're baking things in for the future and not just the short term. 
Councillor Philip Broadhead. Thank you for being uh, with us here on The Breakfast Show this morning. Uh, we want to reiterate those things if people are listening, business owners or, or, or work with running a business, where they can get that information again for any um, uh, support through any of the various schemes that are being run, either locally or nationally. Uh, where's the best place for them to go? The best, best place to go generally is um, for those local support ones, bcpcouncil.gov.uk forward slash financial support, and you'll find everything for if you've had to close. I mean, actually, if you if you had to close and you've been paid before, you should automatically get paid. But for anything else, lots of different streams, and you can apply for multiple different uh, grant schemes as well. So make sure that you look at all of them to see if you meet those criteria. And what message would you like to get across to um, maybe people that don't own uh, businesses, uh, the wider community about supporting local businesses after uh, when it is safe to emerge again after this uh, latest lockdown? Obviously, we saw things like um, Shop Safe. I think that was the campaign that you sort of see stickers on um, on and billboards yeah. for on, on bus stops. And what message would you like to get across to the general public as well about supporting local businesses? Well, it, well, it's really important. Once this new national lockdown is over and hopefully we work our way down through the tiers again, uh, or maybe quicker, depending on how quickly we can get the vaccine out, it's going to be so important to support your local businesses in particular because we, we've thrown lots of money at trying to keep these open. And let's remember whose money this is. This is not magic money off the magic money tree. This is taxpayers' money. Um, and it's really important not just to try and help these businesses to survive, but to help our whole economy bounce back as well. Because if, as I mentioned earlier, if we can come back, support our local economy, get back up and running, have a cracking spring and summer, then that puts us on a really, really good platform uh, for a, a proper recovery into the future. So it's really close. Uh, and at uh, the moment, the message is stay home. Uh, but hopefully, once we don't have to stay home, uh, we, we can start bouncing back and bouncing back quick. This is Hope FM.